Krakoa Radio presents. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Dawn of X podcast, the podcast where we talk about the best books in the Dawn of X line. I'm your host, Nick, accompanied by my co-host. That's right, motherfuckers. It's the co-host of this very podcast. It's Josh. And dude, we've been away for so long. You didn't put that episode in between? No, because I lost it. Um, (laughs) I'll talk about that on mic in a minute. Um, No, I, I just want to be like, you fucking nailed that intro. Boom. Nailed it. We haven't done that in a month. Boom. And you nailed it. I feel pretty good about it. I hope the audience is, is giving you the standing ovation you deserve. I hope right they're now. standing while they're driving. They stop the car. If you if over. you could do me a favor, dear listener, just pull off to the side of the road. Yep. Take a moment. Stand up in the coal mine. Just st- stand up in the coal mine. Stand if you're on your way to the coal mine, stand up preferably now and not in the coal mine. Um and just give him an applause, man. Thank just you. give him his due respect, because it's Nick of the Dawn of X podcast. Ooh, I feel good. I feel all the love coming from the future, when this airs in the future. We're you'll feel live. the love. You'll feel the love now, and then when bit. you play it back, yeah. you'll feel it again. I'll steal some energy that, that yeah. way. Cool. And you can play it back whenever you need that energy, baby. That's good, actually. That's a good idea. We'll yeah. do that for many reasons. So, What's today, up? we are talking about the trial of Magneto. Sure, I guess. Number three, That's we right. got Hellions number 16, right. X-Men number four, right. and Wolverine number 16. I'm going to take your word on that one. Before we get to all of that, because we've been gone for so long, <laughs> we've been gone we for got, so long. We got some stuff to talk about. Whew. Lord have mercy. How was your Thanksgiving? Uh, it was a good one. Yeah? It was a good one. Very low key. Just spent it with uh, mom and grams. Yeah. How about you, man? Pretty good. Went to the girlfriend's family. Nice. Thought it wouldn't go well. Went great. Oh, nice. Yep. Good. I'm glad to hear it. Me too. So that the was family all family down here or did you go up north? Up north. Okay. Yeah. So that was uh, some fun family time. Yeah, and uh, we watched plenty of Marvel stuff. I've watched a good amount of Marvel stuff too. I have some hot takes, I guess, to some people. Yeah, um, and you have some hot takes to also to some people, not to me. What? What's my hot take uh, about Black Widow so uh, far? Uh, okay, you, yeah, you yeah, just yeah. started Black Widow. I just started, and I'm not sure I'll finish. Honestly, the only reason I don't think I I don't think I got this sentence out when we were talking before. The only reason I even started, or the only reason I've even made it this far in the movie. Is because uh, Florence Pooh's character Pew or Pooh or however Florence Pooh 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 is supposed to be in Hawkeye. Yes, and I was like, I don't know a goddamn thing about this this lady because I didn't watch Black Black Widow, Black Widow, Black Hawk Down, <laughs> Black Hawk Black Down. Down since like two thousand and three. Yeah, it's been a minute. It's a good movie. It's a fucking phenomenal yeah. movie. That's, that's our next podcast. Right there. <laughs> just, just break every episode, breaking down scene for scene, Black Hawk Down, and then going, "Is that Josh Hartnett? Is that the other guy? Is that the other uh, famous uh, guy?" Look at Josh Hartnett, always being in, just always being incredible. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the only reason I'm watching it is because of of her. Yeah, the connection will be very obvious in the end credit scene. So. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm watching a two hour movie for a fucking thirty second clip in the trailer. Hey, the, we're the- we're back at Far From Home. So. Um, uh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, Black Widow. I've said many times is one of my least favorite Marvel movies. I saw it when it came out when there was like thirty bucks on Disney Plus. Oh, so sucker! I know. So me and some friends got together, real excited to watch the first Marvel movie in a long time, and they 
almost everyone else in the room was pretty happy with it, and I barely got through it. Like, I was legit falling asleep in some scenes. There are, there are, and keep in mind, I'm only able to get through this when under the influence and very late at night. Uh, so my memory could be hazy here, mm. but there have been several times where Natasha has been in severe car accidents. Yeah. Uh, literally fell down the side of a building, cartoonishly hitting things on the way down, yeah. and then just stood right back up. Yeah, and went over to another lady who just made that same fall yep. and was like in just complete disrepair and about to die. Yeah, and all Natasha was doing was holding. Is she also a super soldier? And I missed that part. I've or? been wondering that many times, especially in that movie. Especially the first time she fights Taskmaster, like she just flips she, in a car. She, yeah, twice I think she ends up flipping in a fucking. Yeah, car. at the end of the fight too, she's blown off the bridge yeah. into the water. This would kill anyone, and it's it's especially annoying when you have like the entire Falcon Winter Soldier series about the difference between humans and super soldiers and what humans can do and limitations. Yeah, and then you have Natasha going like, "Fuck all that." Uh, it doesn't matter. I'm Black Widow. <laughs> yeah, you have the dude from Handmaid's Tale just being the gadget guy. Who can get stuff for her? I thought he'd be like an actual character. He's not. No, he's just there for I don't moral know. support. Like he kind of liked her, but that never played a part yeah, in it. And we started, know it never will because yeah, she dies. Because she's dead now. Yeah. Um, spoiler. Um, did you like all the actors who can't do Russian accents? Um, don't care for it. No, no I'm so be it's weird, with right? you. It's it's pretty bad. Yeah. It's pretty bad. Um, Jesus fucking Christ, this movie is pretty bad. That's what... When, like, even when, um, on its own as an action movie, it's just kind it's of like... It's not that great of an action this movie. This is yeah. lame as fuck. Um, the only actor in the movie who actually is Russian is the only one who doesn't talk, which is Taskmaster. <laughs> of course. I won't spoil who Taskmaster actually is, but I'm sure you can figure it out. I figured it out pretty fast, but... Um, yeah, yeah. I so don't even know if I've even thought about it. Honestly, yeah. like I'm so like checked out of the movie. When I time. thought about it, I know who, the, who Taskmaster yeah. is. Like It took me a second... But, um, yeah, I didn't like that movie. But in comparison, uh, I know you haven't seen it yet, but Eternals. Um, Eternals got terrible reviews. Yeah. It got, like, I think it's at, like, a 40%. Something crazy. That's bad. So when I went to see it, like, I was kind of like, all right, let's see if it's that bad. Because, mm-hmm. to me, Black Widow is pretty fucking bad. And it has, like, a B rating, I think, on, yeah. hot, to- on rot- hot Tomatoes. Hot Tomatoes. Uh, hot Tomatoes. That's my <laughs> competing website. That's my spite website. Uh <laughs> Uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, and I remember watching the film, going like, "This is really good, like not perfect by by any means, but it's a solid. It's not a superhero movie. Anyone who hasn't seen it yet, for whatever reason, mm. it's not a superhero movie. I never once looked at a character saying, "How are they going to fit into the Avengers?" It is a sci-fi movie that happens to be in the Marvel universe. These are characters that, if you look at them like Greek gods or yeah. angels, yeah. and it's basically what if angels. We're told by God to do a certain thing and w- how they react after that to do that thing while they've been on Earth for, I think, like 7,000 years. Yeah. Cast is huge. Too big. I'll admit. Like, it could have had the same story and tighter story, story if there was, like, six instead of 12. That is a lot of people. It's, it's a, a lot, lot of people. people. Like, it's a lot of people. I, you honestly could have combined it a handful of characters and completely eliminated one of the characters. I yeah. think it would have been a stronger story. But because you're trying to make an audience care about literally 10 new people and then like three more side characters, that's it's a, a lot. That's a tall ass. It's a lot. But yeah. I actually did enjoy it. I thought it had a twist that I saw coming and it had like two other twists that had came out of fucking 
left field for yeah, me. Yeah. And all these new movies don't compare to my one of my favorite Marvel movies, uh, Sang Shi. I love Sang Shi. Um, I enjoyed it. I I enjoyed it. Um, it was another one that felt almost too hokey. In some parts, I could see, I could see that feeling. And I, but I like that it stayed. I. I like that it walked a line of being like this hokey mystic movie and mm. also like keeping some of the ground level Marvel grunginess. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they just went back to their lives. They're still like just like, yeah, man, I'm basically like this superhero hanging out. You know what I mean? Like I like the idea that it's still street level. Yeah. You still see him fight side by side with Daredevil. Exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, as it builds further, like it like when Wong came in, he's like, you guys are (laughs) like, okay, I guess we're here now. Like, well, that's what I like when, um, spoiler a little bit for Sung-Chi. Oh, I've just spoiled the entire thing. Yeah. When, when, uh, Bruce pops in also Bruce Banner, not Hulk, which is interesting. Because last time we saw him, he was he they was, were one. Yeah, they were one. Yeah, yeah. I don't know when this so, takes place. I, uh, I mean, after yeah. we know that. But the the when the part where he's like, "Welcome to the circus," kind of felt like almost meta. Like, "Welcome to this weird fucking world now." Yeah, yeah, you fought a dragon. Whoop de do. Like, yeah, big old <laughs> soul eating dragon, which was again fucking left field. I loved. I loved that. Like, it went really bonkers with the rings, and like they literally said a Kamehameha wave happened, and like he blew up a dragon with rings. Like, I thought I thought the movie would end with a nice like one on one fight. No, 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 no. We have a soul-eating dragon. Yeah, we, we have to kill to. a demon. Yeah, <laughs> we yeah. have to kill a demon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I like that. I like that it went kind of just ball-so-all crazy, but you could understand how it could be in a street-level movie, but you can understand how it could be an Avengers movie, too. Yes, and I'm glad they went ahead and did it, because now it will make anything, if they bring in the hand, yeah. if they bring back Iron Fist stuff, yeah. they've just they've set the, the, the sorcery shit up already. Now they've set up this level of the sorcery stuff. The kung fu the sorcery. Kung fu sorcery. Yeah, mystic stuff. Now we're about to get fucking multiverse. Yep. Like Marvel just decided, here's our 12-inch cock. Y'all like it? <laughs> <laughs> like we're just doing it now. Well, on top of that, we know, I'm, I bet money, they're integrating the Netflix universe into the main Marvel universe. I, I, I heard this on another podcast, and I can't remember which one it is. And like, I would love that to be the case because I would love for most of those characters to come back yeah. and actors as well. Um, but if they're gonna pull them in from like another universe, though, like the point I heard is like, so Matt Murdock's law degree just transfers from one universe <laughs> to the next. No, I, like, I think there's only two viable options. One is the Netflix universe did happen; it is the one and the same because nothing in that fully contradicts anything in the main universe intentionally if you watch the netflix tv shows nothing in that could contradict the main universe no it wouldn't but like some of the more recent things like like what's happening in hawkeye or shang chi like yeah. they would have been like oh shit so did iron fist get involved i saw him in the newspaper you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah or like what's going on with this devil of hell's kitchen like yeah. that would have come up in one of these i things. think it will i think because as we said in that last episode of hawkeye that's a hundred and ten percent of vincent D'Onofrio. that's 100 percent 100 percent his voice it's only episode three of hawkeye and uh the uncle to echo who's classically raised by uh Wilson, kingpin yeah. uh rubbed her cheek as a little child and it's like that chuckle and it's like yeah it's 100% Vincent Onofrio that's a, yeah that's, a that's his chuckle. voice that's his voice I, and he's been playing coy on Twitter like having fun like oh this show is really good everyone should watch it it's yeah. like oh, fuck off yeah and Matt Murdock is definitely in Spider-Man No Way Home 
I hope he is, but I, like I bet money on that too. I, I I would be completely cool if they just said, Yeah, it's canon and from now on we're referencing it. Yeah. And if you wonder why we didn't before, you know what? Too Sorry, bad. dude, movie magic. Yeah. Like you I mean, know, like now you know how comic book fans feel. It's that yeah, it's that or they could say, thanks to Loki, they can say that was a variant timeline, but ours is very similar but different. They can say that. Or now. they could do that. Yeah. yeah they, they could do just, that. If all he needs one character in this multiverse of madness or in Spider-Man being like, I have visions of you from a different timeline. Mm-hmm. So, so it's the same world. You have a new costume for no reason because different timeline. Yeah. And I did hear rumors that D'Onofrio would be there, but with like a fat suit. And I'm like, he doesn't need that. I, that's all I heard. I heard that and I really hope it's not true. I hope it's not true. I heard like a CG fat suit thing to make no, him fatter. And I'm like, that doesn't seem necessary. That doesn't <laughs> seem necessary at all. But um, that is our Marvel recap. That's a Marvel recap for sure. We do have some big X-Men news though. We do. And before we get to that, I need to get some water. So get some water. Go get it. Take a break. Yeah. Or you can vamp. It's up to you. I'll take a break. So in X-Men news, we have some big announcements from the Disney Plus Day a few weeks ago, which yep. was it's not clear if it's a continuation or a remake. I hope it's a continuation. It, but I get the vibe it is, but yeah. go ahead. It's uh the animated series of X-Men ninety four. This X-Men? one's called ninety seven. Ninety seven? Yeah. Uh so we're getting the return of the classic animated show, which honestly I've been saying for a while should have been there on day one of Disney Plus. What like a, a re- yeah. yeah yeah I yeah. think it's like a lot of streaming services kind of rely on one or two shows when they open up mm-hmm. I feel like no 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 like they should have brought that like when they made the DC streaming service before HBO Max I always said there should be a continuation of Batman animated series oh one hundred ready to go and 100%. you'll have everyone yeah. logging on to watch yeah. instead of nothing except it's, Titans which wasn't good instead they're like how about Young Justice it's like I guess all right cool but like you know yeah. what we all want not just yeah. a quarter of us you know what we want baby. You know what we want. So this is really cool. I think it comes out twenty twenty three. Oh, okay. I think it was twenty three. Oh, might be. Yeah. I think they're coordinating with whenever they're gonna announce what they're doing with mutants. It could so be. It could happen at the same time. It could be. Yeah. I just want to know, and and I suspect Disney's gonna put some actual time and effort into this, and not like just completely copy the the animation style of the last one. I do wonder what they're gonna do. Like it's it's gonna have to be a blend with modern and I what, think so. I think be. they're gonna have to somehow find a way to, to up the production value of it yeah. while paying homage to the very low key production value of yeah. the of original one. And then especially hoping, after like season two or three or whatever it was. Well, it's also a challenge to go like where do you go story wise because the mm-hmm. show did cover a lot of classic stories. And I'm pretty sure, if memory serves correctly, Xavier is like in space with the Shi'ar by the end of the entire show. I do recall that happening. I don't remember where. Yeah. I haven't like actually rewatched that shit since it was originally. Well, on. not the later parts. Like that yeah. later parts were very different. But I, I am happy that Disney's kind of focusing more on animation. That's where DC always beat them. Oh, 100%. And if you listen to our other podcast, welcome, uh, Good Morning Gotham. Welcome, welcome to Good Morning welcome, Gotham. <laughs> Good morning, Gotham. We'll talk to our, about the newest to our, animated movie. To our podcast, welcome in good morning, Gotham. <laughs> you can't leave. Um, now sit down. We talk about the newest DC animated movie, and to me, it was not good at all. Oh, boy, was um, it not good. So I'm hoping that Marvel can really capitalize, because after What If, they did announce their own MCU like in-house animation division. Yeah. And Some good-looking ones. I'm... 
I don't know how I feel about that upcoming Spider-Man one, though. I'm interested because there is a big gap that we never had of him like in his regular street clothes. So basically, they announced uh, Spider-Man freshman year. Yeah. So I, that'd be cool. Like I don't know what villains they're gonna use. Obviously. It looks like like it's set in the '60s almost, though. No, it's supposed to be this Spider-Man. Like, Are this, we sure? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's supposed to be. This is the all MCU canon shows. Okay. So it's this uh, freshman year Spider-Man and um, Marvel Zombies. So continuation of that one episode, mm-hmm. which I personally didn't love, but a lot of people loved it. A lot so. of people loved it. Yeah. I thought it was fine. I thought it went to comedy sometimes, you know, but also well, it's Marvel. fucking zombies. Yeah. Oh, actually, back to my previous point with Eternals and comparing it to Black Widow real quick. Uh, slight tangent with that again, if you didn't love it before. Um, I think a lot of people will take shitty writing and storytelling when they have a joke. If yeah. they have a joke there. Mm-hmm. Black Widow's full of fucking quips. Like, just every character... Oh, no it's hilarious. It's so funny. No matter... And that's why I hate when there's a good potential for a heavy, dramatic moment. Nah, fuck it. Let's let's do a joke. Let's do a fat joke or a whatever joke. Or Yeah. It's just a lot of that that pissed me off. And Eternals does not really have that. Uh, basically, Kit Harrington's character, who we know is going to become the Black Knight... He's only in the movie to remind the audience it's the Marvel Universe. Yeah. When he's not in the movie, the movie's a hundred times better because it's just characters with their stories, with their outcomes. There's actual consequences to a lot of these characters. Mm-hmm. And no one has to make a fucking joke. You have two actors who are there for the jokey parts. Yeah. You can probably figure out by the cast who the funny ones would be. And they're very funny. But you don't have to have something dramatic happen to Angelina Jolie and then she makes a quip about it because she doesn't do that because her character's a warrior who kind of has PTSD in a way I think is a metaphor for that. But I feel like reviewers watch that when, like, I haven't laughed one time. This isn't funny. Like, a lot of people were kind of almost offended because there's an actual sex scene in Eternals. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah, and, like... So steamy. I will admit, like, it, it, was, it caught me off guard. It took me a second, I was like, wow, there's never been just a sex scene. Like, it's done really tastefully and whatever, yeah. but, like, people were shocked, like... Maybe this isn't what we want from Marvel. And I'm like, oh, but different is good. Different is very good. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. dude. You shouldn't want Again, it doesn't all to be land the same. Everything. Shouldn't all be the no. same. It doesn't land everything, but different is good. And that's what make, gives me a little more hope for um, the X-Men, the future of MCU. Because mm-hmm. sometimes they get steamy. Didn't we, did, did we not have a whole situation where there was people were cheating on each other mentally? Emma and Cyclops. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, it, you all better prepare for Steamy because the X-Men are coming in multiple ways of that meeting. <laughs> like so much the sexual tension the X, drama. It, once X-Men. the X-Men hit the MCU, baby, it's, <laughs> a, lot of sex it's a full on <laughs> swingers party at that point. <laughs> Close. So back on track. Wait, but not completely. I need to go back to but it's podcast. It's uh pod related so i mentioned earlier about the uh, a missing episode so yeah. we had recorded we had recorded a expiry episode mm-hmm. at, at not too long back starting off inferno with the magic miniseries yes somehow or another because we did that one virtually uh somehow or another the recording from zoom did not actually like save anywhere so that is a lost episode huh <laughs> i didn't know this yes that's what i'm saying like i have news for you on oh. <laughs> i guess i've literally been meaning to tell you because i like i didn't post it and then i went looking for it again i'm like where the fuck is it so uh we'll just do another expiry probably just starting in inferno and we can just recap yeah, magic yeah. yeah we'll just start there but 
Did we only have one episode? Or we only did the one oh, so shit. far of the right. expert. Okay. So, so we go. only missed the one. So we'll just start anew. Yes. That's my podcast. That's, podcast. That's my podcast update. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. News for me. Also, we do have more news in the X Men world. We have Destiny of X being the next. I don't know if it's the next event or next just branding. Uh, yeah, I don't. I can't tell either. Yeah, because they've like, been doing. We're both. like we're in the reign of X now. Yeah, you know what I mean. So maybe, maybe it is just the next like phase. Like, well, in the comics and online, they've been promoting it with like Destiny of X, and you see three different versions of different characters and different situations. So like, I think I saw one with Wolverine where he had like the um, Warlock virus, whatever, like going legacy virus. Yeah, yeah. going through his body. But Wait, then another one of him and no, the phalanx, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. phalanx. Um, it had that all over him, but then another one was like him in Age of Apocalypse, and then one was mm-hmm. him normal. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, so we don't know what this means, but I've seen as Wolverine with Destiny, mm-hmm. and then like a handful, like me, Nightcrawler, and something like that. Hmm. So that's been one that's been. Uh, I wonder up. if it's some kind of like, if it is like an event, I wonder if it's some kind of like multiverse type like multi-timelines of multi-timeline, Moira's, yeah. you know what i mean like Moira's times or whatever well destiny i mean it has her name on many yeah name in it so, so like she can see all the different lives you know what and I mean? see the outcome of what they're doing exactly in this that's what yeah craziness because we I'm still wondering. don't have the outcome for inferno i think we're only two issues in so but we are at least i yeah. don't know where i we think are. i don't think a third issue came out yet okay yeah. all right well let's get into it we have Trial of Magneto, number three, even though, as we said before we started, is the title really necessary? I don't think so. I don't know what I, this is becoming anymore. I, I, despite the fact that the cover has, you know, the scales of justice on the front, uh, nothing here really has. I mean, maybe scales. Maybe scales has something, but not justice. No justice, justice has nothing yeah. to go on here. I mean, when you see someone alive in front of you, you kind of just ignore Trial. Trial. Trial done? Trial yeah. done. All right, we're good. Yeah. Well, no one outside of mutants actually know about the resurrection protocol. Correct. Yeah. So Correct. the mutants so are kind of just like, what's happening? The mutants are like, who brought her back? And the Avengers are like, what sorcery is this? <laughs> oh my God. Scarlet Witch must be Jesus because no Marvel character has ever come back from no, the dead. This is cra- Guys. Mutants. Every mutant here is shocked by a mutant coming back to life. Right. Right. What? What? Right. This has never happened. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so we open with Scarlet Witch back from the dead, uh, talking to Vision and everyone quickly realizes and, and Wanda quickly realizes that she doesn't really know what's going on and she doesn't really remember anything recently, um, doesn't remember being Vision's wife. So this is really like so this is like early. This is yeah, like just joined the Avengers. Like jumping ahead a little bit just to go on on the memory loss thing. She sees her kids and are like, "Who are these motherfuckers?" Yeah. She doesn't know her her children, who I don't actually think are her children. Um, I mean, she did create them, just not the conventional way. No, no, no. I meant like in this book right now. I think there's because they're at some point they're like, "Come with me, mom. We have to show you something." Like, oh I, yeah, yeah, I think okay. it's some kind of like whatever the next phase of this mystery is. Hmm. Um, so anyway, Scarlet Witch is back. The Avengers are like, what? What happened? Whatever. Uh, North Star then decides this is a perfect opportunity to punch the fuck out of Magneto for threatening <laughs> my husband. Yeah, man. Because, you know. That's what you do. That's what you fucking have to do. But then, because Kyle is human, he still invites Magneto to dinner because that's what humans do. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know if I was threatened 
to be murdered by somebody that as a human i would be like you, you won't but we're still having dinner at it's seven not a custom. You, like, no no it's not really no. I, I think north star needs to do a little bit more immersive culture studies <laughs> um so yeah this is uh, after that we find out scarlet witch doesn't uh really recognize her children everyone's like something's wrong rachel gets involved because gotta have some work for rachel to do and she, all Jean standing right there. And yeah, <laughs> mom, I got this one. Don't, yeah. don't worry. Like, wouldn't Jean have more memories to implant in Scarlet Witch? You would think, um, but I think she's just going to be pulling from every like from every way. Yeah, I think because Rachel's pretty fucking powerful too. Oh, absolutely. Uh, but they're both so goddamn powerful that while Rachel is scanning Scarlet Witch's mind, she's also telepathically having a conversation with Jean about yes. what they think is going on here. And that's when Jean and Rachel decide, let's give her back her memories. And they combine their powers. And they do in what is honestly a pretty cute scene because they actually use some of the original art from those times that they're bringing back into her memory. But right when this happens, a rumble from the deep sea comes. And we have some kaiju that they call kaiju, which is pretty cool. Some kaiju attack fucking Krakoa. And the Avengers and X-Factor are like, we got to go save some lives. Well, no one goes, hey, guys, isn't this kind of weirdly timed? No one's going to question why. No, like, but these people constantly (laughs) live in a state of, there is a new disaster. (laughs) Like, Like, they probably, it's not weird to them. I guess not, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, As, As someone said, like, no one thinks it's weird that, like, while we're trying to investigate this woman who just came back from the dead mysteriously, four giant monsters appeared out of nowhere on an dis- island that's pretty well protected yeah. and has some pretty good security. Yeah. But the island itself is known for having monsters, too, so. Yes. So it could be. could be not that surprising. But they are quickly surprised to learn that these monsters can heal thyselves. And so they are like, oh, no, we are never going to be able to beat them. What do we do? And they're like, we just keep fighting until we die. It's like, okay. Basically, evacuate the island. Like, okay, we gave up pretty fast. Like, like they're like, evacuate the island, and then we just fight until we have no fight left. Like, man, this went, like, from a million to, like, zero to a million real quick. And also, all right, so there's two aspects of this that confuse me. One is none of the Avengers, because they went to the Boneyard, right? The Boneyard. None yes. of the Avengers like, so what's the point of this? Because the whole point of the Boneyard is to have these bodies to look at. Because- oh, no, they weren't. At, that. That's No, that wasn't on display. The Boneyard the, the boneyard is also, I think, what they call their headquarters, though. Yes. Yeah, so, I, I mean. I just imagine, like, there's in big I don't think they went more. to the gardens is yeah, what okay, I think yeah, they call yeah. that one. No, so one thing I did skip over. I mean, I mentioned it, but it is at the point when the Avengers and X-Factor all take off together, and some of X-Men as well, all take off together to fight these kaiju that um speed and and wiccan are like you need to come with us but i why just trust us and then they like just take off like that seems a little suspicious weird but then i think it plays into what we're gonna get to at the end of this book which is what i'm saying so we fight these kaiju oh yeah sorry that's my other thing i thought was weird these are still the avengers as someone who reads the avengers the current books like they have some pretty good help if they need to like, they can literally call Wakanda and <clears throat> be like, help us out. Because technically right now, the lead of the Avengers is Black Panther. Yes. So, like... This book would have him. you believe it's Captain America, though. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 
So, like, I don't know. I feel like everyone kind of gets, oh, they can kneel? Well, we're fucked. I know. Just (laughs) fight to the death. We'll stand here and fight until we're dead is basically how. Yeah. And so we end with this, like, splash page that says spin the wheel. And then it takes us into back into that realm where we saw Scarlet Witch originally, which seemed like this, like, limbo type place. Yeah. And she is having a very metaphorical conversation with herself when she sees somebody who's dressed like moon Knight decide (laughs) decide to like have some kind of fight with her they have this mystic chaos magic battle when she realizes if this is chaos magic then this must be something i am in control of and that's when this moon Knight cosplayer says you figured it out and removes her shawl to see old lady Wanda. Dun, dun, dun. And, uh, yeah. That's how it ends with current Wanda staring at old lady Wanda in some chaos magic realm. So, I don't blame the writer because we know now that originally she wanted this just to be part of her comic book series, yeah. X Factor. But man, calling it the trial of Magneto. Really? Uh, that trial lasted maybe one issue. Whew. Yeah, no, this was uh, not a great issue. None of them have been great issues. Uh, yeah, so there's people, if that if the mic picked those up. That was uh, a murder upstairs. There's apparently. people, people live above me. Their sliding glass door is apparently incredibly loud. That's, that's what, what that was? Yeah, that's wow. what that sliding sound was. Yeah. Jesus. All right. Uh, so uh, yeah, how many X's? I gave it, I don't know. I gave it two X's, I guess. I said two and a half. Yeah, yeah. I was debating between three and two. Like I was entertained, but at the same time, like why am I reading this? I was entertained enough, and then I got to the old lady Wanda part. And I was like, ah, ah, I can't do three stars <laughs> for this shit. <laughs> All right. All right. Where we go next? Next, we got Hellions number sixteen. Man, I am. I'm sad that this book is coming to an end soon. I think there's only two issues left. I think so. I yeah. think by the time we're recording this, there's already an issue out right now, and then there's one more. Yeah, there's, I just saw it right now, actually. So, last time we were at the Hellions, Empath kind of controlled Havoc so he can wreak Havoc in Sinister's lab. Um, and it went about the way you think. He destroyed the entire lab, killing all the Sinister clones, and the team themselves are barely alive. And... Psylocke or Kawanin is just she's just devastated destroyed and everyone is just kind of fucked up after all this Grey Crow is just like I'm going to fucking kill you this time we're going to get more into that later but he's telling Empath like you are dead this time Um, we have Orphan Maker trying to reach out to Nanny and she's like fuck off I don't want to deal with you. Like yeah, this Nanny team. Is, yeah, they they are devastated. Yeah, this whole team is just all over the fucking place. While we have Nanny about to kill Sinister, and she's the, about to like behead him. Yeah, <laughs> cut his fucking head off. <laughs> and then the X Men get there, going like, "So, uh, what's uh, what's going on over here?" And then we cut to Emma talking with Scott about what's happening with the team right now. And how they can't really do anything about Sinister because the council member. Because he's on the council, yeah. He's got himself a but fucking like, little. Now they know and they can give him some shit and they can keep a close eye on him because they know he's doing sneaky shit because, of course, he is. 
Because um, his name is literally sinister. Yeah. Uh, Nanny tells Orphan Maker again, like, hey, you're an adult now. Fuck off, basically. Which I felt so bad for. And that's kind of a theme of this issue. People telling other people to fuck off. This issue is all about people taking their anger and disappointment out on the people that they're actually closest to. Yeah, and I felt really bad because I forgot that Wild Child was kind of like de-evolved. Mm-hmm. So like the way he is now, he considers Kawan in the head of the pack. The and, pack leader, yeah. Yeah, and she's like, hey, go, fuck off. And she feels bad about it. And then she tells Cyclops, I'm leaving. Like, this isn't for me. And and she like double punches the wall. Yeah. Because, again, this whole team is just like misplacing their anger, but also feels lost. So that, that gives me hope for the last few issues. That's going to be kind of like them coming together one last time to fix their shit. Because I think, I think this is leading to Peter going kaboom. Yeah. Something. Whatever is going to happen with him. Yeah. So we also remember, have he's like super powered now too yeah. from when he came back. And they don't know the extent of his power. Yeah. So then we also have Havoc. This again, this has been the writing for Havoc, and I understand why it's been this way, but like he's pissed. You know, he was manipulated, he was controlled, and then Emma's just like, uh, we might bring back Madeline. Oh, 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 hey, hey, Emma, you're the best. You are the best, Emma. Um, I I always knew you were the more reasonable one. Uh, Scott should be fucking you right now. Like this is you're the best. You're the best. He is. Yeah, I, I he. I think it's. I think it's really good though, because I I think this version of um, oh my fucking god, Alex. Is, uh, thank you, Alex. Um, I think this version of Alex is fucking incredibly hurt. Yes, and and incredibly scared, and dealing with what is essentially like a little more than a decade in x-men time yeah but like just of nothing but trauma yeah so one little it, glimmer of hope he's like oh thank god oh for, you're the best for the person that he brought like outside of lorna mm-hmm. like the person he loved the most yeah. and who and also gave him actually guide like she gave him purpose because yeah. she you know possessed him and manipulated him too <laughs> but like like he didn't say it was healthy <laughs> it's not healthy yeah. what he wants right now is not healthy no um and the fact that i also want madeline to come back isn't healthy either <laughs> so i'm not yeah, she's still a bad person I'm, probably crazy so i'm not judging alex but i totally get it because i want maddie back too <laughs> so then we have for me my most like sad moment where it's emma talking with empath being oh, like man hey i need to lay low here like the only friends i ever had now want to kill me and she's kind of like well i know you don't care about it like, of course i don't i don't care about it i don't care cut to sad face in the distance <laughs> Yeah, and I felt sad, and then I remembered the times that, like, his powers were used to, like, basically rape people. <laughs> yeah, no, he's a bad person, but, like, he did find, he meant what he said, he found a group of people that he actually got along with. And he, we saw those issues where, like, they're a happy team. He was on his way to redemption. Yeah, and now like, they all were in, in, a, in a little in a, way. In a, in a way, they were all about, except for Alex, because he needs more well, than just even, a team. Even that, like, after the fake mission they thought they had against Arcade... They were mentally in a good place. Oh, they were on. They were vibing. They were like, "Man, we're unstoppable. We we took down Arcade and Murder World, and we did all that ourselves." Wait, none of that happened. No, all the all the pride we had for one mission finally didn't get fucked up. 
then we cut to Grey Crow and Wild Child, where Grey Crow says, like, this time I'm going to kill Empath. Not just murder him once. I'm going to find his data files. Yeah. I'm going to destroy it. And he says, a Wild Child says, they're going to put you in the hole. And he's like, I'll laugh the whole way down. I don't give a fuck. So, like, he's on a mission to kill this motherfucker. He's like, I'll go down there with Sabretooth. I'll fucking keep killing Sabretooth, too. I don't give a fuck. I'll kill everybody. Well, also, I don't know how I feel about it yet, but he also seems like he's doing this because Kawanin was hurt. Well, he said it. He says it in here. Yeah, no, he's doing it 100 He's doing it because she was hurt, but also because now she's rejecting him. Yes. And so her rejection is the thing that pushed him over the edge. And then, speaking of going over the edge, we get some stuff that I don't know if it's information I just don't know because of past comics or this is supposed to be new information. No, it's but, not. Yeah. Uh, we have Nanny going back to her ship to take care of this weird mutant android hybrid child. And the ship turns on and the evil scientists who made or who they met with this group in the first place. With yeah, the, with from baby, the right. Yeah. Um, is telling them like, hey, as used her real name, which I forgot. Oh, I forget. Yeah. Too. Basically saying like they Eleanor. were married. Eleanor. Yeah, Eleanor saying they were married and that baby is still his and he has control over the ship and he's trying to take the ship and all the other babies. So when he says he's using divorce figuratively. So yeah. he works for an agency called The Right, which is where Cameron Hodge and all these like cyborg, cyborg yeah. things come from. They originally... Um, they're also like very incredibly anti-mutant and yeah. so like they would like kidnap mutant babies and kidnap mutants and like do their experiments on them and shit to make these cyborgs nanny used to work for them too mm. which is why she which is when she started like saving the mutant babies like she got peter she is one, yeah. yeah and then she yeah so um yeah, that's basically the history. She when she used to work at the same place he did. But so when did we know that previously? Yes. Yeah, yeah. From this book or a different? No, book? from like nineteen. Oh, okay. okay. Ninety-five or something. So Nanny actually blows up the entire ship. Hell yeah, and she Peter does. finds her, and again, she's like a complete bitch about this. Like, where were you? I need you. Blah yeah, blah blah. Man, she's fuck lost off. it. And um, For, and to say Nanny's lost it is. <laughs> Well, we end the issue with a quote from Nanny. In my sorrow, I broke the boy, but I had no idea what he'd do. Yeah, I mean, there you go. Like, yeah. this shit's about to blow up. Like, Peter is powerful. Like, yeah. the only... Like, without that suit, he's basically a fucking atomic bomb. Yeah, it's uh, it's gonna get bad. It's gonna, it's gonna go bad because this team is all kinds of fucked up. Basically, you put a bunch of emotionally disturbed people, threw them in a can, shook the can... And when you let everything out, no one was there to catch them. Like, nope. just hope for the best. You sent this team of fucked up, hurt, trauma, trauma, like induced people yeah. on a mission and built them around Mr. Fucking Sinister. Like, <laughs> and hope for the best. And you're like, this is going to work out fine. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Like, talk about just like pure like neglect of duty and derelict of duty is the word. like like they should be held accountable yeah, for this. this this honestly if it was would it be the most interesting x-force book in the world if this was the X-Force this book. should be x-force yeah if like, this, was, this would be amazing. like there's they should have turned x-force into like quote-unquote their suicide squad yeah basically like these people don't give a fuck who we don't really know what to do with because like they're not emotionally healed yet being in this new land whatever so yeah and 
hopefully we get Madeline Pryor back. And we know about these new rules about clones because of uh, New Mutants. Yep. And that was all brought up in that in that storyline where it's just like, well, we the actual five understand differences between clones and actual different mutants. Yes. And they felt the council was And they misusing, unionized. Yeah. Basically. And they felt like the council was misusing the terms of clones. Like, no, that's a different person. Mm-hmm. So if you're X-23, if you're Honey Badger, you are considered a different person. If you're now, Madeline Pryor. Exactly, Madeline Pryor. And that's what it is. Now, will this rule get a little confusing when you get into Wolverine's clones, like Wolverine's direct clones? Because he has a few. Sure. Like, he has quite a few, actually. The next thing we'll know, it'll be Wolverine cubed or something. (laughs) Well, there was a whole series. Like, after the death of Wolverine happened, there was a series called, I think it was called Weapon X or Weapon X Program. And, like, there was, like, three actual Wolverine clones trying to figure out who they were and what they were in this world. And I'm just like, well, don't bring them all back. <laughs> it's going to get real confusing. Huh? Who? Oh, Me? Oh, what? Oh, what? Oh. Do we keep going? I don't know. Like, I don't. <laughs> all right. So I gave that one three and a half X's. I gave it four X's. All right. Yeah. All right. Next up, we have issue four of X-Men. Take it away, Josh. So here we have ourselves a Halloween bottle episode. <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, it's or not necessarily a bottle, but like it has nothing to do with the rest of the series or anything going on in the X-Men line. We just have ourselves a little break in story for a Halloween episode. So it is all Hallow's Eve at the treehouse um, where we find Scott and Jean fast asleep. But... A demon has come to mess with their brains. So since Doctor Strange is dead in the Marvel Universe, some of the baddies that uh, his presence here on Earth kept away have decided, well, we're going to come back and uh, I'm going to make myself known. So one demon who I believe is name is it just sleep? Is that the name of the? No, Nightmare. 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 The demon Nightmare comes back and decides that, He's going to feast off the nightmares of Scott and Jean because, God damn, do they have some nightmares. They have some issues. Uh, yeah, so he's doing that, and he's frolicking around Central Park, just giving everyone some of the worst fucking dreams of their life, making them remember things they never want to remember and feel things they've never wanted to feel. And at this point, he's picking on Jean again when Jean decides, that's enough. And she yanks him out of all these other people's dreams that he's giving them nightmares to. And she says, hey, man, you're fucking around in people's head. I'm the queen of this shit. What are you doing? You can't be you can't be out here in the astral plane not thinking you're going to run into one Miss Jean fucking gray. And so well, she, I think that's clever because you usually don't put astral plane magic wise with the same level as telekinetic you know telekinetic yeah i know yeah but so, they are the same because they're both called the astral they are so. more or less the same and this particular demon is entering people's nightmares which is in a astral plane of yeah. the telepathically so i mean we know all about the astral plane from the um x-men movie the generation x movie and the guy who could- oh 100 <laughs> yeah so we're experts yeah so experts about that um yeah. So she confronts him and Nightmare is like, I am, unhand me, woman, I'm the king of all demons. And she just slaps that motherfucker across the face and like kind of pushes him around a little bit. He's like, who do you think you are? And he like takes off, mutant human, you're all insects to me. I am Nightmare. And he gallops around the city again, giving everyone massive nightmares. When Gene goes to stop him again. 
and uh, apparently also awoke some kind of fetish in me because the next <laughs> the next scene is a giant fucking Jean Grey standing uh, over this nightmare creature in her like old outfit and whatnot and uh, yeah she's massive and I think I'm into that <laughs> <laughs> but she basically like, kicks his ass man she like pushes him around in the astral plane sends him on his way running down the street in his horse sending him back and saying dr strange might not be here bitch but i am so get the fuck out of town also new york has plenty of protectors like, we don't we yeah, go back to that again listen, that's, 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 this that's, is a gene gray story yes. and you can see yourself out <laughs> um so then she goes back to the treehouse alex is like or not alex uh scott is like man i had some crazy dreams she's like don't worry babe i took care of that for you and then we cut back to the only thing connecting this to the larger story <laughs> is uh, Ben Urich visiting a grave of uh, Cable. Um, and uh, they get there and there's no body there. As you might recall, they recently, the X-Men recently. So I call bad choice for a mutant to check on the body of. Yeah, let's go check on the time traveler. <laughs> like, out of all the mutants who should be dead right now, let's go to Rain. Rain recently died. Like, that's the one who doesn't always come back. Yeah. Not the time traveler who's constantly like, maybe his grave won't even fucking be here tomorrow. <laughs> like, yeah. That was a weird choice. Yeah, of a for real. So they get there and they discover it's empty, naturally. And so it ends with a data. Oh, wait, no. It ends with basically we go back to our friend Dr. Stasis. I think yes. Is his name right? The guy who wanted to go to Mars, but the X-Men beat him to Mars. <laughs> and so he's real pissed. And so he is still in the process of like converting his body. He's in space using the same crystal that Cyclops' glasses are made out of for the what it's right. For sure. What, yeah. Why not? To harness solar energy, which is also what Cyclops' energy is. Or a gateway from another dimension. Solar energy. And... Uh, <laughs> I'll get Gail Simone in here. We'll talk about this. Oh, God. Well, it's heat vision. <laughs> <laughs> and so he is basically converting his body still with through the power of the sun and the gamma rays and all that shit to be a new species who can inhabit mars it's gonna be the reason why when he gets punched nothing happens to him that's what that's what it is it's 100 he's giving himself superpowers <laughs> yeah that's all, which also in this universe shouldn't be that hard so it's just yeah you, you just do one you don't need to do all these experiments just do one experiment but do it incorrectly and then you have superpowers you have powers there you go. the problem is you're doing these things correctly so you have to do them multiple it's taking forever yeah you're doing it the right way so i gave it i gave it um <laughs> Three X's, honestly. Three X's, I was gonna yeah. say three, and then four for the new fetish it gave me. <laughs> three X's is fine. Yeah, it was a very basic, I, straight to the point. I don't need any yeah. fetishes, so yeah, it's just three. That's fine. Uh, yeah, it's it's fine. It was three X's. Yeah, just a it fun was a, little story. It, and it's time for my favorite part of the show, the part where we talk about Wolverine. Um, it's still a book. I, I, I'm loading up my iPad like I even have it here. No, yeah, you don't have it. I'm just I'm rolling for the ride on this one, folks. So. As you guys know, if you do read Wolverine and you like it, hey, that's more power to you. I, I can yeah, God bless, man. see the potential. Like what you like. We Just because we don't like it doesn't mean it's not good. Yeah, the art is fine. It's just the stories are so basic and so, like, we haven't we been here before? Like, okay, so this story. Last time we saw Wolverine, he's still trying to find Sodom for taking the Logic Diamonds. Okay. And 
he met the guy who raised him, this giant blob like pirate, okay. who said like, "Hey, if Sounds you familiar. kill him, you'll get the special blade, Masawa blade, whatever." Mm. It's always good to have a good blade. Yeah, they can cut through antimantium, blah blah, whatever. The pirate has one, the big fat pirate, and Sodom mm. has the other. Big fat. He's pirate. like, "I'll give you this one if you kill him, and then you get his, and then you're fucking, you're done. You're golden, baby, golden." So now Wolverine's hanging out at the at the bar, the lagoon, whatever. It's the called? Green Lagoon, right? Green Lagoon, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hanging out. With the sees, actual blob. Yeah. And then sees Sodom. He sits down. Did you say Psylocke? No, this is Sodom. Oh, Sodom. Okay. He just pops up. He's like, hey, I hear you're looking for me. I I'm a mutant. Talk. I can be here. Yeah. He's like, I heard you talk to that guy. He mentions how he loves the French culture, which fits perfectly for this character. Oh, 100%. Yeah. So he pours some wine. He pours the entire bottle into his glass. Imagine. Gives a tiny bit to Wolverine. <laughs> imagine the Sodom... Wolverine Gambit miniseries. <laughs> a lot's happened. <laughs> so he says, hey, I heard you talk to that fat pirate guy. Guess what? He's the bad guy, not me. Classic. Class. It's like, so you didn't steal the logic diamonds? Like, no, no, I did, but I gave them back already. You but know? in a good way. Yeah. They're already back from Krakoa. And he's like, are you serious? Like, check the logs. I came back with them. They're back in Krakoa. And he's like, here's what we're going to do. Then why did you take them in the first place? Yeah. He said he stole them before the other pirate could because he's gonna double cross the entire oh, island. Oh, okay. And I believe that I believe the man that all the other bad guys were afraid of. <laughs> yes. So he says, "Hey, here's the deal. I'll give you the blade right now. You have one blade. You help me kill this other pirate dude. We'll do a classic little twist where you act like you captured me, and then we'll kill him together, and then we're good." And he's like, "Fine, let's do that." Increasingly, Wolverine's annoyed by this whole situation. I. I agree, Logan. Yeah. So <laughs> then he says, hey, look, I captured this guy. Let's do our thing. Give me the other blade. Immediately, Sodom breaks free and basically says, fuck off, bye. And he's like, what are you doing? He's like, I told you, worry about double crosses. It happens all the time. Mariah told you, don't stab him in the gut because bad things are inside his gut. And then he just leaves. So now Wolverine is very tired of all this. He literally says something like, both of you guys play games. I thought I knew the rules. Now I'm just tired of it. So he, I don't know if he killed, no, he didn't kill him. He just beat the shit out of him. Now he has both blades. He leaves the big fat pirate's boat. And he has a monologue about like dealing with all these games and how he needs someone who can just break the entire board. He goes see Emma. He goes to Emma okay. and it's like, hey, here's the situation. Now I'm going to go try and find the logic diamonds. He finds that Sodom has this whole place on the other side of Krakoa, where I guess that was Akaro part. Mm-hmm. Where he has Proteus eggs, he has logic diamonds, he has a helmet, a Cerebro helmet. He has all this shit he's trying to do. Logan finds all this shit, he finds Sodom and says, Hey, I told you the logic diamonds were still on Krakoa. And technically they are. And he literally tells them, so you can stay or you can fuck off. And Wolverine's like, you know what? I've had fun. I'm done. There's one diamond you can't have. And Emma walks in and Sodom looks fucking terrified. Is she in diamond form too? Yeah, she's in diamond form. And she's basically like, if you play with me with what you have, then you'll be a great pawn. And if you don't, you're fucking done. (laughs) And that's kind of how the book ends in that part of the story where Wolverine just leaves the situation. Like, he basically is like, I'm so tired of all this shit. I'm leaving. I've just put you in the employee of Emma, though. Yeah, basically. And the other pirate, when they were fighting after Dimension, he said. Oh, let me guess. Sodom said you guys can double cross me. Well, you know what? Fuck both of you because I was going to double cross you. Because someone wants these two blades and you. 
<gasps> which is probably leading to the X lives of Wolverine. Yep. And the book ends with him putting the two blades back on the him with the moon and on the summer's part of the moon. And it cuts to this evil hand looking ninja group basically like, hey, we're going to do some bad stuff. That's how it ends. All right. I give it two and a half X's. Great. It's fine. Like it's this issue was not offensive. No. Nope. It was just there. Everything happened the way I thought it would happen. I like Emma's 60s vibe outfit yeah, that I just Emma, saw. I, I like cool. Wolverine growing up a little bit. He has a, has a little monologue in here saying, like, now I'm in a society. I have a family. I have a culture that I can turn to instead of being on my own. He yeah. says it flat out. Yeah, I mean, he's not. like, I can just not deal with this and call Emma. I can <laughs> like, I can call in the big gun and just be done I, with this. I can just I'm so over this shit. Like That's perfect. increasingly, I love done. I love when Emma's just the big gun. Yeah. Same with when Jean's the big gun. It's like deal with her. It's gonna be way worse. You, I, you, you're I, having fun with me. You're not gonna have fun with her. You know what? I'm calling in. I'm calling in yeah. the big shot. So yeah, that was Wolverine. I'm calling my boss. <laughs> kind of. All right. We're getting ready for the X. Are you going to read the X Lives? When is it? Yeah, I'll do it. I'll pick it up. I think it's next month. All I right. want to say. I'll check it out. I'll we'll start see. it. Yeah, we'll see, we'll see if it actually ends up being important. They're promoting There's like two it's a big books, thing. right? Yeah, it's There's two like books. the X Lives and X Deaths, yeah. right? Or 10 Does it have to read three Wolverine? I hope it means not. you might have to. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Frankly, I'm going to give each of these one shot. <laughs> Just see that's it. Good. You got one tie. You got one book to pull me in. Yeah, I feel bad because Benjamin Percy's writing the new Ghost Rider book, and I was like, Damn. I'll read the first issue. I'll give you one chance. Buddy. Oh, speaking of which, um, there's a new Black Panther book that just came out where Marvel's like, well, Tanasi Coates is not writing anymore. So we have, oh, we have one other black person in the office. Um, you, you, boy, you'll you'll be here, John John Riley, and he's a good who's a good writer, John Ridley or Riley? Sorry, I don't know. Um, he's he's a good writer. He's written uh, Batman the Outsiders. He writes any oh, cool. token black characters they want a writer for. Obviously, um, yeah, he's written some good stuff. He he did he did write Fallen Angels. Oh, that guy? Yes, I believe it's I believe he wrote that too. I'm pretty sure. Oh, <laughs> exactly. But he's writing Black Panther right now, and I read the first issue. And they strongly hint at a confrontation between the mutants. Yeah. Like, multiple characters in the book are like, hey, by the way, they're becoming a nuisance now. Like, mm-hmm. they're fucking up our infrastructure. We, they they fucking with us on Earth. Yeah. Now they're fucking with us in space. Yep. Um, they literally are coming here and stealing our shit. Yeah. People uh, in that book are being like, hey, I don't care if she was queen. Like... I don't this care not, you know, how someone. much you still love her. Yeah. yeah it's, something's got to be done. Playboy. So there's going to be some uh, some maybe war between Krakoa and Wakanda, and I'm 100% down for that shit. Yeah, man. I'm excited for that. That's going to be crazy. They've been laying the groundwork really subtly for multiple books and like mm-hmm. random times, but it's always been there. Because I'm pretty sure Krakoa, st- I mean, Wakanda still doesn't recognize Krakoa. They're one of those countries that refuse to recognize them. No, I think they recognize them. They just don't take any of their shit yes they don't yeah they don't yeah, rely yeah. on them because like, yeah we don't need to yeah. but we'll recognize you as a yeah country. so that's it's gonna be interesting so yeah that was the show guys yep thank you for listening hopefully we can get our episode out real fast as a i'll try to turn this out real quick yeah, yeah we'll see what happens and uh josh where can they find you you can find me at x it's librarian with an x and oh. you can also go to krakoa radio.com <laughs> nick what's up if they wanted to find you where would they go man 
Not only their fucking business, but uh, oh. they can find me oh. at oh. Madman3005. You can also find him at uh, KirkoRadio.com. Again, yes. <laughs> and if you guys love hearing our great voices, you can also hear us on Good Morning Gotham, where we talk about... Welcome and Good Morning Gotham. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about a lot of fun stuff in the Batman universe. And until then, guys, we will see you next time.